You're listening to Marcus Sahaba Online Radio Podcast. Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Just gone 8.07 uh, Central African time. Uh, let's welcome our Pais and Sageh Shazumar with a hearty assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. It is uh, your show. Uh, the medical files are keeping you company this evening with Alukalo on the board. Uh, myself, Shafat Ahmad Khan, hosting the show. And alhamdulillah, Suma, alhamdulillah, looking forward to a brilliant show with a brilliant uh, physician. And he's our dermatologist uh, this evening. And he is none other than uh, Dr. Muhammad. Uh, Dokrat, uh, doctor is having no chilling, but he made plan B. Let's hope it works out well this evening. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Dr. Muhammad Dokrat, and tell me how you're doing. Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Doing well, but low chilling is affecting all of us. And I think that's the reason why I'm on the mobile. Uh, inshallah, let's hope load chilling decreases and we come back to normal. Inshallah, doctor, I got a vision in front of me. I'm imagining that you're in a dark corner there, but you got candlelights and, you know, you are talking to us, but you already, am I correct in my assumptions, doc? Inshallah, we make dua and thank you very much for inviting me to talk to our listeners on common conditions like psoriasis and rash, rashes in children. And, uh, you know, doctor, uh, talking about psoriasis and, you know, it's a uh, age-old condition uh, that everyone has to go through it uh, in, uh, in the tapestry of life. Tell me, are there any advances in, uh, you know, the psoriasis uh, treatment and especially looking at how medicine is inv- advancing, how uh, technology is taking uh, over? You know, you look at A1, you've got the computers coming in, you've got uh, high-tech equipment uh, assisting the doctors and so forth. Talk to us about uh, the advancements in uh, treating psoriasis, uh, you know, with uh, maybe with AI in mind, uh, doctor. Uh, first of all, just to define psoriasis for our listeners, psoriasis is a red, scaly rash on the body. It occurs in patches and can occur on the scalp, on the elbows, knees, and also on the, on the trunk as well. So uh, there are a lot of new advances. And the latest advance in psoriasis is with drugs that contain what you call biologics. They work on the immune system because psoriasis is more than skin deep. It affects the immune system and therefore these drugs are effective. Getting back to psoriasis and the immune system, psoriasis can also be linked to heart disease, high blood pressure, sugar diabetes, cholesterol problems, and arthritis. Absolutely, doctor. And, uh, you know, we talk about uh, psoriasis. Uh, psoriasis knows uh, no age. Uh, you know, can uh, a kid write to an old person, they all succumb to uh, you know, psoriasis, doctor? That's, that's correct, Shafat. Uh, the common age is between 20 and 40, but we have seen patients in the teens and younger patients and, again, in the older patients as well. So, again, psoriasis can occur at any age, and it can occur in any race. Uh, it can occur in uh, Asians, in whites, in blacks. So, you know, all segments of our society are prone to getting psoriasis. Psoriasis is not uncommon. It affects 2 million people in South Africa. But a lot of the patients uh, do not come forward for treatment because they become despondent because the doctors, unfortunately, do not take enough time listening, listening to the patients 
problems and the skin and how it affects them psychosocially. Gee, doctor, also thinking about a bug bite. Hey, I got bug baits and I got this bug and that bug. Can a bug bite, uh, you know, bring about a psoriasis? Yes. Okay, when a bug bites you and a spider bite and so forth. And what about, you know, I mean, the, uh, the, the, the sunburn. A lot of people, you know, love going out and uh, even, you know, you're a cricketer and you're playing out in uh, your cricket and so forth. But sunburn is also a very, uh, you know, maybe a big factor that you can get psoriasis too, doctor. Yes. Uh, well, sunburn uh, is a relatively common problem in South Africa because of a sunny climate. And uh, with sunburn, one can also get heat stroke and dehydration as well. So sunburn must be treated urgently. One needs to use calamine lotion, make sure the patient is in the shade, and make sure they get lots of fluid as well. Now, interestingly, Shafat, as far as psoriasis is concerned, sun helps psoriasis. That's why you, we use various types of light therapy, which is with ultraviolet light, uh, you know, for psoriasis. So, again, it's different in psoriasis. Is sun is helpful, but not excessive sun. About 15 minutes sunlight a day. Is, is enough to improve psoriasis. Look at a message on the screen already, mashallah. Dawood says, uh, Doctor, I have uh, cracked heels. Is that part of psoriasis? <laughs> I don't know, Doctor. Is uh, Dawood cracked heels uh, psoriasis? Well, the important point is that psoriasis can affect the palms and soles. Now, if Dawood has got cracked heels, one needs to just make sure he doesn't have spots on the elbows, knees, or scalp. In his case, I think it's basically crack heels, which can occur on its own, or it may be related to fungus infection. So what I would suggest to Dawood is to see a podiatrist, chiropodist, where they can pair the heel, and then they can give him a heel balm, which contains 20% urea. So we've got good heel balms that can actually clear the thickening and the scaling as well. Jazakallah for that. And, I, I, you know, we've been trying uh, quite some time to get a podiatrist and we still haven't landed them. Uh, Dawood, uh, yeah, this is Dawood. Uh, yes, uh, doctor, doctor, you said you get, try and get me one. I'm on, Shafat. Okay, no, no, you're talking about the podiatrist. Uh, you know, we tried to get them on and, uh, you know, we, we uh, still haven't landed a uh, podiatrist. Uh, a message says, Assalamu alaikum, uh, doctor. I want to know if a thick, uh, rigid, uh, pitted nails are also a signs of uh, psoriasis, uh, doctor. Certainly, Shafat. Uh, psoriasis can affect the ma- uh, the nails in different ways. Different ways. One can get nail pitting, or one can just get uh, nails that are very brittle as well. So, psoriasis affects the nails, the scalp, the body, and can also cause arthritis. Looking at uh, Sister Halima's message, she said, Assalamu alaikum, my brother Shafat. I really enjoy your program. And uh, Jazakallah khair for bringing on the dermatologist. I heard of inverse uh, psoriasis. What is inverse psoriasis? I'm interested too, doctor. That's correct. Uh, inverse psoriasis, Shafat, is when psoriasis occurs in the, under the armpits, in the groin area, uh, sometimes in females under the breast. And it presents differently from the normal psoriasis. The normal psoriasis patch is thick and scaly and red. 
inverse psoriasis patches are smooth and they're very sensitive areas and they're red in color. So it's different from the normal psoriasis. Uh, inverse psoriasis, one cannot use strong cortisone creams because it will thin the skin out because those areas are very thin and, and sensitive. You know, Doc, when you look at uh, psoriasis, uh, which is more effective? Is it uh, the oral or the injected uh, medications? Uh, what do you notice helps more? I know steroids is uh, perhaps, uh, you know, quite uh, important in, in, in your treatment method and all that. Talk to us about it. Is it oral injected medications that, that is more effective and uh, which clears the psoriasis faster, Doctor? Shafan, uh, uh, it depends on the type of psoriasis and how severe the psoriasis is. So if the patient has only skin problems, one can use either a cortisone or a vitamin D ointment or tar. If the patient has moderate to severe psoriasis, that's where we need to use either injection or tablets. And uh, we also use what we call phototherapy, P-H-O-T-O therapy, phototherapy, which is a special type of ultraviolet light which clears psoriasis quite well. And if they have very severe psoriasis, when we put them onto injections with what we call biologics, these are the latest advances. And bi biologics work on the immune system and gives the patients an excellent clearance of this psoriasis. So I have lots of patients who are on biologics. The only problem with biologics so far is that they're expensive. Yeah, they're quite expensive. Okay, make sure you get your medical aid, people. And doctors say, I know, we'll make a plan for you. Now, doctor, you know, a lot of people talk about uh, uh, healing uh, psoriasis naturally. They talk about uh, aloe vera, and some of them will talk about uh, turmeric, and some will say, hey, I, I'm using a humidifier and so forth, uh, you know, and wa warm baths and all this. Uh, how, you know, how, um, uh, you know, how, uh, are people, uh, you know, naturally uh, uh, attracted to going, this method of, you know, going in the natural way, doctor? I fully agree, Shafat. Uh, the thing is, is the natural creams and ointments like aloe vera or even plain Vaseline are very helpful in smoothing the spots of psoriasis. Now, warm water baths also soften the scaling. So it's sort of, once you have a warm water bath, then one sort of dries the skin and then applies either Vaseline or aloe vera, and that actually helps psoriasis. So these are helpful for mild psoriasis patients. But for severe psoriasis, one needs to go on medical therapy. Uh, looking at this message, and it is uh, Sadiq. He says, Assalamu alaikum, doctor. My outer elbows, my knees and scalp uh, feel itchy, and I don't know what to do at times. But uh, sometimes when I have a warm bath, I get a lot of uh, relief. What am I suffering from, uh, doctor? Shafan, uh, the most likely cause is psoriasis, because classically psoriasis occurs on the scalp, elbows, and knees. What one needs to do is this person needs to use Dovobet or D-O-V-O-B-E-T, and the other treatment that's effective is Clobex spray, C-L-O-B-E-X spray, and then shampoo as well called Clobex shampoo. These are helpful, and one can also use top preparations. So the whole idea is to use ointments and moisturizers and then use the medically prescribed treatment, as I mentioned, Dovobet or Clobex. 
Now looking at a message from Nadir, he says, Jazakallah uh, khair, Bruce Chef, for having a powerful show indeed. Uh, the doctor is uh, tops also. Uh, I believe there are conditions that can look like psoriasis but aren't. A good question there from Nadir. Excellent question, Shafat. Uh, you know, psoriasis can be mistaken for other conditions. One of them is eczema. Uh, eczema usually presents with patches on the on the arms or legs, sometimes on the face. And but the problem with eczema is extremely itchy and becomes weepy. So, in psoriasis, can be itchy, but it doesn't become weepy because it's hard, thick crust and scales. Eczema is more sort of uh, more excoriations but the patient scratches and becomes it starts bleeding and becomes infected. Ah, yeah, that's a good work. Uh, and also, you know, some people get ringworms and it's itching and it's scratching and all that, but uh, ringworms is not so a psoriasis, doctor. That's an excellent point. Uh, ringworms certainly look like psoriasis, but they're caused by a fungus infection. So with ringworm, we can get a complete 100% cure by using antifungal tablets as well as creams like uh, canestin or lamisole cream. They're very, very effective. So ringworms may look like psoriasis, but the treatment is different. That is antifungal treatment. Uh, Noor Masi says, Assalamu alaikum, uh, doctor. We had a family member that had uh, a skin cancer, but uh, all the time we thought it was uh, psoriasis. But uh, how do we, you know, how do we warn other people to make sure that they uh, know that they got psoriasis and not cancers? Doctor, that's a, that's a shocking one. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, again, one of the lookalikes of psoriasis is skin cancer. So if a person has a patch that's red and itchy or burning or painful, then one needs to do a skin test, a biopsy, where we take a sample of skin, send it to a laboratory, and they will make the diagnosis of skin cancer. Skin cancer is usually occurs on the face, on the arms, on the hands, areas that are exposed to the, skin, uh, to the sun. So the treatment of that is basically uh, excision or surgical removal. Looking at uh, uh, Muhammad Kaji's message, uh, he says, uh, Brother Shafat, please ask the doctor, is Vazadine good for psoriasis? Uh, uh, you know, a lot of people love the blue seal Vazadine, uh, doctor. Uh, yes, most certainly. Uh, you know, Vazadine is very effective for psoriasis because it softens the scales and decreases the redness as well. And uh, Vazadine is also effective for other conditions, including eczema, dry lips, cracked lips. So although it's cheap and easily available, it's very effective and doesn't have any cortisone ointment in it. And then, uh, you know, you talk about psoriasis and a diet. I'm sure uh, there is uh, symbiosis between them. Uh, what type of food uh, maybe can trigger uh, psoriasis, doctor? Uh, I fully agree. Diet is important. Although diet does not... Uh, does not impact on psoriasis directly, it has, an, indirect, it has a, uh, an important place in the management of psoriasis. Now, patients with psoriasis are more prone to getting diabetes, hypertension, and again, the control of high diabetes is with low carbohydrates, that is avoiding bread, uh, cakes, biscuits, only whites, pasta. So by improving that and losing weight, once generally, one's healthy condition improves, 
and when actually the, the psoriasis improves as well. Looking at a message from Nasreen says, Assalamu alaikum, doctor. I am a student but prone to stress. Can stress trigger and bring about psoriasis? I also I feel like I'm having a lot of pimples on my forehead. Doctor, how do you respond to her? Uh, there are two points here. Stress certainly aggravates psoriasis. So although psoriasis, the cause is not exactly known, there are trigger factors such as stress, alcohol intake, uh, bacterial infections, uh, all of these can impact on psoriasis. As far as the pimples on the forehead, uh, it's difficult to say, but one needs to make sure there's no pus pimples or acne present because the treatment for that is very easy. We can prescribe acne gels like Benzac or vitamin A cream like different and they're effective. So the person, it's best for a person to see a family practitioner or a dermatologist to make a clear diagnosis and treatment will certainly help. Uh, Sister Fatima Darsot says, Assalamu alaikum, uh, Brother Shafat. Jazakallah for bringing on the doctor. Can vinegar cure psoriasis? Good question. That's an important question. Vinegar is what we call acetic acid. So it's used in certain skin conditions but has no effect on psoriasis. Uh, one, of the, one of the ways to treat psoriasis in Europe is what we call balneotherapy, B-A-L-N-E-O therapy where in lukewarm water they add salt and the person stays in the, in the lukewarm water for 15 minutes and what happens, that decreases the scaling and the flaking. Doctor, you talk about that and uh, what about Epsom salts? Uh, does it help the psoriasis? Uh, most certainly the same as the salt, uh, the normal salt that we use. So it will help in decreasing the scale but it doesn't clear psoriasis permanently because, as we know, there is no cure for psoriasis, but it certainly helps in decreasing the scaling and flaking. Now, you know, when we grew up, we spoke about a menthol and camphor and, you know, the old wife's tale. Uh, can they help in uh, relieving, uh, perhaps, a psoriasis, uh, doctor? Yes, now, various types of creams and ointments that we've used for all the years are helpful in decreasing the scale and flaking, although the treatment of choice for psoriasis is cortisone ointments or vitamin D ointments, the others can work and enhance the improvement of psoriasis. Doc, my favorite was a fix. I don't know if you use fix, but fix I found, hey, you put on the toes, you put on the nose, you rub it everywhere. But fix was like a wonder, wonder cure, doctor. It, it still is. Vix is very effective. And one of the important points is that Vicks is very good for nasal congestion. Uh, what happens when puts Vicks in a, in a bowl of boiling water and one puts a towel over the, uh, and one sort of inhales, and that actually decreases uh, congestion. Uh, Vicks is certainly helpful in lots of uh, skin conditions where one wants to decrease the scaling and flaking. Yeah, Doc, it's a worrying factor also. I'm, I'm, I'm just thinking aloud. Uh, can psoriasis uh, perhaps affect your brain and thereby, you know, go and hurt, uh, affect your heart, lungs, and liver? Is, is there a possibility? Most certainly, Shafat. Uh, first of all, they have found that there are receptors in the brain which actually psoriasis affects, and therefore patients get depression. So the depression is twofold. 
The first is that the patients who have psoriasis and the severe psychosocial stress, they get stigmatized, they become depressed. So the depression is related and, and reactive to the psychosocial components. As far as stress is concerned, the psoriasis has, also has an effect on the brain where it causes depression. Now, it's interesting to know that psoriasis is associated with a condition called metabolic syndrome, M-E-T-A-B-O-L-I-C. Metabolic syndrome is where one gets high blood pressure, one gets ischemic heart disease, one has high cholesterol, one gets diabetes. So all of them are interlinked because they found that the inflammation that causes psoriasis is the same inflammation that can cause all the conditions I mentioned. Yes, sir, doctor, this message says, Assalamu alaikum, uh, doctor. Is coconut oil good for psoriasis? I was told this by a Hakim. Uh, doctor? Most certainly, especially psoriasis of the scalp, because with the scalp, the hair being thick, one needs to use something that can penetrate the hair follicles. So coconut oil is certainly helpful. You know, you're talking about the oil, and uh, we talk about the olive and uh, uh, many other oils. But the olive oil, too, has to, you know, is a big uh, healer also, uh, Doctor. Uh, yes, certainly, Shafat. Olive oil, and I may add that Moroccan argan oil is also helpful. Alhamdulillah. And, uh, Doctor, is there a way of preventing psoriasis? Shafat? Uh, uh, unfortunately, one cannot prevent psoriasis because psoriasis depends on the genes. So there may be a genetic factor. Either the parents or siblings may have psoriasis. So, you know, so a fair amount of patients who have psoriasis, they have a family history of psoriasis. So unfortunately, there is no medication or diet that can prevent psoriasis. Okay, so uh, everyone will go through a... Yeah, uh, through some psoriasis and something will happen here, there. And, uh, doctor, as you say, you know, it's uh, quite an expensive uh, ordeal if you're, you know, if people have severe burns and, uh, you know, what can uh, burns uh, trigger, doctor? Okay. Um, Shafan, interestingly, I used to work in a burns unit at Ventral Hospital in Durban. And uh, burns, basically, you, it depends on the, on the thickness of the burn. So if you if you get the third degree burns, then your skin becomes all charred and starts peeling, and then one gets contractures where where it may affect the deeper uh, parts of your of your muscles. Uh, superficial burns, uh, one needs to use uh, ointments like betadine or flamazine cream uh, to prevent infection. And then what we do is sometimes uh, we use grafting to graft the areas that are burnt off. Yeah, Jazakallah for sharing that. I went to it right near me. I'm about mm, maybe five kilometers away. Time for us to go for our break and inshallah we will continue after that. You're listening to Marcus Sahaba Online Radio Podcast. Yeah, looking at this message here yeah, and uh, mashallah, Bill Kisa says, uh, Doctor, I was told to use uh, peppermint essential oil for psoriasis and I noticed it's uh, doing its job. Uh, how important is it uh, for us to have our bodies well oiled in order to, prefer, uh, in order to prevent uh, psoriasis? Uh, doctor, oiling, massaging and all that uh, will definitely uh, prevent psoriasis? 
Yes, uh, most certainly. Uh, again, it's like using vaseline, peppermint oil, or arnica oil. And also what it does is that when a person's back gets massaged, the body releases what we call good hormones called endorphins. And those produce a feel-good feeling. So that's that's very important. Brother Abdullah, listening to us from Potterstrom, he says, uh, Assalamu alaikum, my brother Shafat and uh, Dr. Dokra. Uh, I love my green tea. And I found that having this green tea uh, makes me very healthy. My skin is also glowing. I'm in my late, uh, late 60s. Uh, I learned this from a Chinese uh, practitioner who said have uh, green tea every morning uh, just with a little bit of honey, and it's working. What's your views, uh, doctor? How do you uh, respond uh, green, to Abdul? Yeah. Uh, Shafat, green tea is exceptionally beneficial for, uh, for health because it contains a lot of components which produce uh, what they call antioxidants. So green tea is certainly helpful. And then we talk about green tea. And what about drinking a lot of water? You know, it even uh, oh. enhances your skin and so forth. And I'm sure it will help, uh, you know, uh, psoriasis and so forth. Most certainly. Uh, I always tell my patients to drink adequate water. So they must drink at least a glass of water a day. And basically, that keeps them hydrated, also improves the tone and structure of the skin and general well-being. So, drinking water is excellent. Yes, uh, doctor, you know, one of the things that, that we advertised on our on our composite was uh, rashes in children. And uh, talk to us about it. Uh, you know, children are succumbing to rash. Uh, and, you know, I must, have, I must be putting a lot of stress on the parents and also on the poor little kid. I'm in complete agreement with that so far. Uh, rashes in children can be quite scary because when the parents see a rash on a child, they have all sorts of concerns. So let's go to the common rashes that occur in children. The first and most important is eczema, which is an allergy of the skin, and it presents as blisters or weepy lesions on the arms, legs, the face, and the trunk. Uh, in some patients, they present the dry, crusted areas. In some patients, they might scratch and it can become septic. So this is usually a genetic condition, and it may be related to history of allergies in the family. Conditions like asthma, hay fever, and eczema often go together. Now, eczema in children can have severe psychosocial stress because the child scratches all night and they don't sleep well, and it impacts on the parents as well. So it is important that we treat eczema, uh, you know, in, in a very proactive way. Now, in terms of treatment, the most important treatment for eczema, as we discussed with psoriasis, is moisturizers. The more one moisturizes, the better it is for the skin. Secondly, if it's severe eczema, we may use cortisone ointments for a very short period of time. And then there are new ointments called Elevil and Protopic. And there's a new one on the market just released about a month ago called Stakus. These are effective. They don't have cortisone in them. And again, one needs to advise the parents about uh, the children in terms of washing them. They should avoid harsh soaps. They should avoid bubble, uh, bubble baths. And uh, again, it is important to maintain a fairly healthy uh, lifestyle and skincare.
A message from Amina. She says, uh, Doctor, I noticed uh, that my little one who is uh, nine months old has a small pink spot. My mother-in-law says, uh, don't worry about it. Uh, these things do happen. Uh, should I be concerned, uh, Doctor? How do you respond? I would actually, uh, well, it sounds more like a pink uh, birthmark. I would suggest that that patient be seen by a dermatologist just to make a clear-cut diagnosis and reassurance to the parents. And uh, this is a message from uh, Gulshan. She says, Assalamu alaikum, uh, Dr. Dokrat and uh, Brother Shafat. Always a great show. Zakala for that. She says, when should I worry about a rash on my on my baby? Uh, mothers get worried, uh, doctor, but, uh, you know, maybe um, they, 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 they overlook it or, they, you know, sometimes uh, some are hoping against hope, uh, doctor. Uh, that's correct. What one needs to do is one needs to be uh, confident that that rash is not severe. So what one needs to do is one needs to look at the baby and make sure the baby doesn't have a fever or or, uh, or the rash is not fading, becoming more severe. If the rash is extending or the child has a fever, then they should tell a dermatologist or a pediatrician to examine the baby to make sure they don't have any serious illness. Uh, majority of uh, rashes in that age occur from viral infections. Those viral infections, the majority of them are harmless, but there's certain conditions like chicken pox, which one needs to, to treat urgently, measles where, where treatment is required urgently. So the important point is one needs to make a diagnosis. I think the most important symptoms to worry about are fever and the child does not look well. Yeah, yes, sir. Dr. Sister Dilshad says, Assalamu alaikum. A great show indeed. Diaper rashes are very common. In our times, uh, our mothers and uh, great-grandmothers uh, all used uh, toweling nappies. What would doctors say? Let's go back to the old days and diaper rash will disappear. <laughs> doctor, how do you respond to Dilshad? That is correct, uh, Shafat. Uh, first of all, let's define diaper rashes. Diaper rashes is called napkin dermatitis or that, uh, napkin rash. So basically what happens is when the child urinates and if the napkin has not been changed regularly, the urine actually causes a reaction on the, uh, on the, uh, on the groin area. And uh, what we advise parents is to, you know, change the napkins regularly. And uh, again, the old-style napkins were very effective because when one can wash it, the new-style napkins may not be completely sort of uh, healthy for the children, although in the majority of patients, uh, of children, the napkins are used without causing any problem. The treatment of napkin rash is first to make sure it's a napkin rash and it's not a fungal infection called candida. In terms of treatment, one uses a mixture of ointments with the chemist compounds. It contains uh, a Canix cream with hydrocortisone and zinc cream. One applies that twice a day and applies full as earth. And again, what one needs to do, is change the napkin on a regular basis so the child doesn't get soaked in urine. Uh, yes, uh, Doctor, a lot of uh, messages coming in uh, for you. Sister Thaira says, uh, Doctor, is it true there's such thing as uh, hand, foot, and mouth disease in children? 
I'm shocked. I heard this in animals. Uh, doctor, uh, me too. How do you respond to Sister Thaira? That's, that's a very, very important point she made. Uh, hand, foot, and mouth can occur in, uh, in children. Uh, basically, what happens, you can, get blis- uh, you can get blisters or rash in the mouth, and then one can get a rash on the palms and the soles, and it is caused by a virus. So usually, hand, foot, foot and mouth can present with fever and the rash on the hand, the foot, and the mouth. And uh, this condition is self-limiting in the sense that one doesn't need to prescribe any antibiotics or medications. One needs to watch the child and the rash clears up after a period of of 10 days. Uh, This message from uh, Sister Sister Ismet, she says, I'm a grandmother and I'm worried. What does an allergic rash look like on a child? Uh, Doctor, that's a good question. Is it a, a Lasix rash you mentioned? Sister wants to know what does an allergic rash looks like on oh, a Oh, allergic rash. Yeah. Yes, yes. An allergic rash is what causes eczema. So the patient will present with uh, flaking or scaling on the face or sometimes oozing and scratches on the face and redness as well. And that may also occur on the limbs as well as on the trunk. Moving and on, and also, doctor, while we spoke about that rash, I'm thinking about a meningitis rash. How would that look on a child? Yes, yeah. Interestingly, I have treated patients with meningitis in the hospital setting. So the meningitis rash is a very severe type of rash. So basically, meningitis is when there's infection on the membranes that cover the scalp and the spinal cord. So what happens is these patients have severe what we call photophobia, where they cannot actually see uh, anything bright, it burns their eyes, they get a rash on the entire body, and one cannot blanch the rash, meaning that if one takes it off and one presses it on the rash, then it doesn't go away, it's persistent. Then these patients can uh, go septic shock as well. So it is a severe condition, and it needs to be diagnosed and treated early. One of the most important symptoms is next stiffness that these patients have and a very high fever. Uh, Habiba says, Assalamu alaikum, uh, doctor. How do you treat a rash on a child? Doctor? Okay. Uh, basically, it depends on the cause of the rash. If it's a topic eczema or allergic eczema, one uses lots of moisturizers. Uh, moisturizers and the moisturizers include SBR repair, which repairs the skin. Uh, Atoderm cream, which actually helps and repairs the skin. We can use uh, Epizone E. Ordinary Vaseline is good enough as well. And E45 cream. These are all effective in helping to treat eczema. And then if the eczema is severe, one can use a mild cortisone like Advantan or Eloquan. And again, an allergy syrup to, you know, to decrease the itching at night. So one can use allergics of Finnegan syrup at night. Uh, Apa Foy says, Assalamu alaikum, uh, Brother Shafat and uh, Dr. Dokrat. How can you tell if a rash is serious? And that's correct. Uh, basically, majority of rashes in children are benign, they're not dangerous. But a serious rash is when the child has severe fever, the child is irritable, 
does not look well. And again, as I mentioned, the child will be uh, will have a rash which doesn't blanch. So if, when you press it with a glass, it doesn't go away. So those are symptoms and signs that a rash is serious and uh, the child needs to be seen by a pediatrician or dermatologist immediately so that a diagnosis can be made and the appropriate treatment is given. Uh, Sister Fazil says, uh, "Doctor is uh, mashallah this evening. Uh, what could explain un, uh, what could cause unexplained rashes, Doctor?" Okay, that's very important. Uh, usually, the cause of the rash is uh, is made on diagnosis. So, if the patient has a rash in a particular area, then it gives us a clue on what the diagnosis is. As I alluded to earlier, a rash that occurs on the face on the trunk and the limbs, that is usually eczema. If one has a scaling of the scalp or dandruff or flaking, then that is cradle cap. If one has a rash on the palms and soles, then that can be a viral infection. So again, what happens is we do a clinical examination and usually that will give us clues to the diagnosis of, of the rash. Now, Doc, I'm thinking aloud here. How do you uh, uh, tell if a rash is an allergy? That's correct. Uh, usually, uh, one basically does a clinical examination. One basically gets a family history of allergies, and again, the distribution and the severity of the rash will indicate an allergy. Previously, we used to do blood tests to check for allergy, but in eczema, it's not helpful. For asthma, it is helpful. So again, the clinical examination, when we do a detailed assessment of the patient, we can diagnose as an allergic reaction or a non-allergic rash. Uh, Sister Hafiza says, Assalamu alaikum. Jazakallah khaira for a lovely show. I want to know what does the chicken pox rash looks like? Hey, that's a good question. That's an excellent question. Uh, just for the audience, uh, for the listeners, uh, chicken pox usually... Uh, it is caused by a viral infection, and it forms as blisters which become crusted, and they occur on the trunk, and uh, they actually become they, they they cause severe itch. So chickenpox rash is blisters which become crusted. Zakalaf, all that, uh, doctor, baking soda uh, is that good for a child's rash? Uh, again. Again, I think we should stick to the basic principles of uh, of rashes in children. The most important thing is one needs to make a clear diagnosis. So the family needs to get the child seen by a medical doctor to make a diagnosis and then the appropriate treatment. Interestingly, uh, Shafat, sorry. Interestingly, calamine lotion is also very helpful. Yeah, that's my favorite, Doc, when the bee sting and something happens here and there, uh, or the mosquito bite and it's itching, I just put uh, calamine, and it does a trick. And for you, Doc? That's correct, Shafat. Uh, again, uh, insect bite reactions uh, like mosquitoes or fleas, uh, which cause a reaction on the skin, they usually present as red spots, which can become blistered, and then they can become infected as well. So depending on what type of of the of the rash is, one would treat appropriately. Calamine lotion is excellent. And if the child or the patient has 
recurrent sleep bites or mosquito bites, that one can use peaceful sleep or tabac uh, to uh, to repel the insects. And then again, if there's infection, one can use Paxoban. Uh, Farid says, uh, what an informative show. Keep it up. Uh, I'm learning a lot this evening. I want to know from doctor, what does uh, scarlet fever look like? Scarlet fever, what it uh, looks like, uh, doctor? Uh, a very important uh, question, Shafat. Scarlet fever is caused by a bacteria called strep, and it usually presents with uh, redness and a you know, purple-looking rash on the body and limbs. It does not involve the palms and soles, and those patients can uh, can have a severe rash, and they may present with tonsillitis or inflammation in their throat. And again, because it's caused by a bacterial infection, one treats with penicillin, and the results are good. But one needs to treat these patients urgently. Uh, Suleiman says, Jazakallah uh, Brother Shafa'at and Dr. Muhammad Dokrat, you guys are giving us a powerful consultation this evening. Yeah, I must thank the doctor. He's firing on all cylinders here, although he's got load shedding that other in people. I give him full marks for that. Uh, Suleiman says, what does a monkey pox rash look like? Good question again, Doc. Okay. Uh, fortunately, we don't have mon- monkey pox. Uh, uh, a body, and when one does a skin test, one sees inflammation in the vessels. So the monkeypox is not seen in South Africa, but is seen in the uh, rest of Africa, especially West Africa. Uh, doctor, if I want to uh, reduce itching and uh, soothe inflamed skin, what should I do, doctor? Okay. Uh, with itching, uh, the treatment is important. One can use an allergy tablet in adults, an allergy syrup in children, and the two that I, I would mention is allergics as well as a Phenagan syrup. If one develops hives or urticaria or welts, then one needs to use what we call a non-sedating antihistamine that does not cause drowsiness. And there we have Fixo and we have Fixa. So these are antihistamines that are very effective for each. Again, if a person has a rash on the body, a lukewarm shower, not a hot shower, is important. And then one can use calamine lotion uh, twice a day. Yeah, amazing. You spoke again about uh, calamine lotion. There's a question here on calamine lotion again. And uh, it is uh, from uh, Brother Mohammed. He says, how many times can you apply calamine uh, calamine lotion? Uh, use it twice a day. Uh, that's the most you can uh, use it for, Doc. Uh, one can use it more often than that. Four times a day is, is fine as well. Now, calamine lotion contains menthol and phenol, and these are very effective for each. So one can use copious amounts of calamine lotion. While we're on that subject, I must emphasize is a rash that is often missed by doctors and families, and that is scabies. Scabies is caused by a mite and infection and usually presents with burrows on the fingers and, and the feet, and the child will be extremely itchy, mainly at night. So the treatment of scabies is different. We use benzoyl benzoid, which kills the, the, the mite.
Uh, this question says, uh, Doctor, should I be concerned when the rash begins to blister? Doctor? That is correct, because blistering means that there's inflammation on the skin, and I would recommend that person see the family doctor or dermatologist immediately. Uh, this question says, Assalamu alaikum. Uh, why does a calamine lotion work so well? That's a good question, doctor. Why does it work so well? Yeah. Uh, the, the ingredients in calamine of phenol and menthol, and these are what we call antiprotic or anti-itch components. So that's the reason why calamine would work very well. This question here is uh, from uh, Ridwan, and he says, uh, Doctor, what STD causes rash? That's a, a very probing question there, Doc. Indeed. Now, again, uh, STD is sexually transmitted disease, and obviously this will occur in adults, not in children. And STD can cause a rash on the penis, but it can cause an ulcer or, or a, a round patch. It can occur on the trunk when one gets what we call gonorrhea, where you get an infection throughout the trunk, and one can also get uh, discharge from the penis in, in, uh, in patients with gonorrhea and with syphilis, which is a common uh, sexual disease, which is not itchy, and it may involve the trunk as well as the palms and soles. So sexually transmitted disease can cause a whole diverse uh, spectrum of, of rashes. Yes, uh, Doctor, this message coming through, it says, Assalamu alaikum, excellent show. Please advise us of uh, the use of aloe plant uh, direct on the skin. Sarfaraz from Canada, Doctor. Yes, uh, I'm in full agreement. You get aloe vera and aloe ferox, and both of them are helpful because they're natural products. So certainly can be used in skin conditions. You're talking about the skin condition, then suddenly, you know, you get burnt whilst you're cooking or you're, or the hot kettle falls on you. Uh, what is the immediate thing you should be doing, uh, doctor, uh, to make sure that, you know, you don't blister or the burn doesn't get uh, more severe? Can uh, you do something that uh, can stop, uh, you know, severe certainly. blistering and so forth? Certainly, Shafat. The first thing one needs to do is to decrease the temperature of the area that's burnt. So one needs to actually expose one's uh, burn, especially on the hands and legs, to cold water, and then one applies a burn shield, which acts as a dressing and sort of allows the burn to heal. If there is infection, one may use betadine or flamazine, and uh, again, one needs to attend urgently at the burns clinic or at the hospital and for them to assess how severe the burn is, because the patient will need dressings and need hydration, that is because of burn, you lose a lot of fluids. So it's important that the person, if the burn is severe, attend the hospital immediately. Uh, this question says, uh, Doctor, is it true that uh, people over the age of 70 are more susceptible to psoriasis? Uh, that is correct. Uh, usually psoriasis has a spectrum. Usually patients in the 20s to 40s and above the age of 60, but it can affect any age group, uh, not common in children, but ma uh, mainly adults uh, can suffer with psoriasis. 
And uh, doctor, you know, a lot of mothers called in uh, this evening and uh, how would you advise them, you know, to take good care of the child and how to look at the child and uh, if they, you know, uh, they need, maybe they need to do certain checks to see that the child has psoriasis and, and so forth, uh, doctor. Okay. One starts off with the scalp, one needs to make sure there's no flaking or itching or any type of uh, rash on the scalp. One looks in the ears. One looks at the elbows, the knees, and the body. And the important point is all children should have a moisturizer, uh, such as uh, E45 or Epimax or Exidone, applied onto the skin twice a day. And that keeps the skin soft and supple and, uh, again, hydrates the skin as well. I tell you, Doctor, you were absolutely cool, calm, collected. Uh, you gave us a beautiful consultation. And uh, perhaps uh, your parting words uh, this evening? Uh, again, hope, Shafat. Hope. Patient education is a hallmark of skin diseases. And patients with psoriasis suffer a lot with psychosocial problems where they get they become stigmatized. So when the doctor needs to spend enough time examining the patient, listening to the patient, Getting the patient to understand and to, you know, get them to sort of accept the condition and then give them reassurance so that we can treat them. In children, one should actually be cautious because although majority of rashes are not serious, there could be some that can be problematic. And uh, it's best for the child to be seen by the family doctor or dermatologist or pediatrician. Dr. Mohammed, uh, Dr. Atta, brilliant as usual. Always a treat to have you on uh, the platforms of Marcus Sahaba, the voice of the Ahlul Sunnah wal Jama'ah. You have a beautiful evening ahead. Uh, Allah protect you and your family members. Uh, we'll talk soon. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Yes, our Dr. Muhammad Dr. there. And uh, to all of you, a big jazakallah khair for sending in all those questions they're really adding uh, to a brilliant show this evening. Uh, um, Lukalo, I hope you enjoyed that. Our Lukalo has a swollen foot. It makes a dua for him too that he gets a better soon. Well, uh, next up will be the Isha Azan, and inshallah we will continue after that.